0: As hilarious as that music may sound, it is not how I want to kick off my podcast. Welcome to the Michael Aldrin Comedy Podcast. It's going to be so much fun where he makes humor of himself and the many things in New York City. Oh, and by the way, this is not the voice of Bruno. What's up guys? Real happy to be here on the Michael Oldroyd comedy podcast as always. I'm excited. I got some good news. Uh I found out that according to Player FM, the Michael Oldroyd comedy podcast is one of the best bathroom podcasts in 2017. Not sure what it takes to be one of the best bathroom podcasts according to them, but I'll take it. Uh I'll take it, especially since I don't know anybody there. It's not self-praise like I usually have to do uh, in order to get people to come watch me on McDougal Street. Much like that HBO show, Crashing. Yes, sometimes I do bark outside some of the comedy clubs to get people to come into the shows. And I'm not talking about the bark, which, sure, I do that anytime I feel like it. But I'm talking about the type of barking, which means you know, being out there and being the annoying guy in the streets going, anybody want to see a comedy show, except I do it a little bit more entertaining, one of the things that I like to do is, uh, I will do the Donald Trump sales tactic, which is I go, hey, what's up guys, who wants to see me do some stand-up comedy, I'm like the funniest dude ever, I highly recommend me, I'm hilarious, you know, every once in a while, people will giggle to themselves, I'll just go up to people like, hey, I'm doing a show tonight, I'm hilarious, I highly recommend me, you interested? And they'll usually laugh and say, I believe that you're hilarious, but then they won't come in the show. However, every once in a while, it does work. Believe it or not, people do fall for it. not that I'm lying. I mean, comedy is obviously a subjective art. You can't really objectively say I'm hilarious again, because that's kind of like the Donald Trump strategy. Uh, It's more humorous than anything else. I feel like he's more of a comedian um, than he is politician, because you... When you say subjective statements as if they are facts, especially when it's about yourself, it's ridiculous. And it's already funny right off the bat. Last week I was performing, and, well actually it was this week, and um, that technique reeled a few people in. And there was probably like five or six, maybe even more people that came in because they heard me. And I guess they thought I was funny in the street. And then I realized it. And I'm like, oh shit, I gotta, I got to live up to these expectations that I've created for myself. Kind of like Donald Trump in his first hundred days of being in office. And, And at first I kind of started off a little bit, uh, rough. I mean, I got some giggles or whatever, but I could tell that they weren't that entertained. I did build up. I got a couple legit belly laughs from these guys. It wasn't the greatest show that I've ever had, but it was good enough to where people walked out and, you know, after my show, not during, and felt like they got their money's worth, uh, I don't think any of them were so entertained that they were like begging me for my contact information and, you know, trying to find out where they can find more of my material. But it's part of the process. Can't be perfect every time. Um, In fact, if you're afraid of not being perfect, that fear will stop you from moving forward and even doing it at all. So you can't let that fear, but at the same time, you can't not try your hardest, right? You have to always want to do your best. Uh, at least I feel that way. I want to do my best for people. I want them to feel like when they get a glimpse of uh, me live or whether I'm live or not, I want them to have a, a good um, perception. You know, I mean, all the stuff goes into branding. It's kind of like a, I, I like Michael Jordan's approach uh, to basketball and as a businessman off the floor. I mean, Michael Jordan wore suits everywhere, and his mindset was I want. I know that when I go out in public, there are some people who will only have one memory of seeing Michael Jordan in person, and today might be that day, and I want them to see me at my best. I want them to see me in a suit, so you can't get lazy in my opinion and uh and just kind of not try you know it's disrespectful to people to you know that are following you just to kind of go up there and f around for lack of a better term. So, you know, that said, um, you also can't take away from your artistic endeavor and be afraid of trying new things. It's, it's, it's kind of like you're on a balance there. Um, so, yeah, I appreciate people that are willing to go out and try new things that are established already because uh, it gets harder and harder the bigger you get. You know, Jim Carrey, who, you know, goes out and tries different types of mediums outside of comedy after he had been, you know, really famous. Uh, I still respect the effort. I, I I always want to see Jim Carrey at his best, but at the same time, you know, I respect that he's trying to continue to, to evolve as an artist and not become internally internally stagnant. Um, I talked about it before, but you know, I even see Mac Miller do it. You know, some people. Um, I feel like Mac Miller's an artist, uh, and and I appreciate his effort. Uh, I don't necessarily like all of his newer stuff, but I appreciate him keeping it real and staying true to his art. Uh, So, you know, that said, that's a little bit about, um, you know, the self-marketing. I definitely recommend this podcast. I definitely recommend coming to watch me on stage. Uh, You know, what am I doing? Let me just erase that. That's stupid. I'm like being a hypocrite now. Um, what's up? I'm an idiot according to, um, according to, uh, uh, I'm doing Periscope Live right now. Somebody, uh, somebody called me an idiot, so I appreciate that, you know? Um, some people think I'm funny, some people think I'm an idiot. I guess at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It's all subjective anyway. Um, the only thing I can control is my output, baby. So, with that said... Um, What has been going on In the world I feel like uh, Since the last podcast um, You know I've been doing a lot of um, A lot of different things You know uh, I've been getting settled into my new place um, Somebody that I was talking to Actually I was doing comedy Not too long ago And I think I think one of the shows got canceled that I was going to do that night. And then another one I got bumped because I didn't show up on time. So I was a little discouraged that night kind of questioning, you know, why am I actually doing this still? And, uh, this girl, uh, one of my friends, um, you know, kind of like really, uh, asked me some, some real questions, you know, asking me, why do you do comedy? You know, what, what do you want to get out of it? Um, you know do you love it and you know i answered her questions honestly and i think she 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 was sold on the fact that i'm fully committed and that i believe in this uh in this vision and you know she she encouraged me at that time kind of when i needed it most you know kind of in one of those rock bottom moments of pursuing pursuing the dream and uh you know, I, I she had never actually even seen me perform before, but she did go back and check out some YouTube videos and whatnot, and, um, sounded like she was pretty pleasantly, su- pleasantly surprised, so that was kind of encouraging, uh, to see and hear, and, uh, yeah, man, you just, you gotta, you gotta fight, baby. Um, so yeah, um... She, she mentioned a couple things that I thought would be interesting. You know she, as she's gotten to know me, she mentioned that I have perspective on some things that a lot of people would probably really like to hear about. Um, one, whether they're single or not, the, how the dating game has changed, especially in a city like New York and everything is online now, and there's so many different types of apps for dating. There's a different type of app for, for pretty much every type of dating. I know I've talked a little bit about it uh, you know, in my podcast in the, in the past. Uh, I'll mention some stories. I'll pick back up here in a little bit about where I left off last time with that girl that I met on the train. Um, but nevertheless, she also talked about something that I never really thought of before because it, it revolves around my work. And I'm going to continue to leave that off the table for now. Um, but I am going to come back to it at the point in time, you know, assuming and planning and, and and going forward with the fact that someday I will be doing comedy full time, um, I'll be able to talk about my experience in a startup and seeing it all the way from the very beginning through, you know, becoming a multi-million dollar company um, and, and, you know, kind of that entire experience. That's a unique vantage point. There's a lot of people who join startups, but very few people join on the ground floor of a startup and helped build it and saw it all the way through, you know, it being sold for, you know, millions and millions of dollars. So I think that's a kind of a unique perspective that most people probably could appreciate. Um, And um, yeah, I mean, I've seen, I've seen my friends go from financial, you know, basically financial zero to millions and millions of dollars. So, you know, dreams do come true. Um, and it requires a lot of hard work and, in absolute dedication, you know, to where basically failure isn't even an option. Um, so I'll have to, uh, make you guys hold your water for that one for a while. Um, once I... Once I get on SNL or a show like that, then I can kind of open up and share that history. But right now, it's still private uh, information. Um, So, nevertheless, um, that girl, the girl that I met on the subway um, a few weeks back, well, maybe a who knows maybe it's a month or so ago now anyway the girl that i met on the subway that i convinced to get off at my stop and had a drink who writes erotic fiction um that's the girl i'm talking about here so she we we've been texting uh here and there since that night that we had met but we haven't hung out we hadn't hung out uh, until this point in time, where I'm going to pick up this, pick up the story, right? So I'm going to pick the story up mid-text conversation on Friday, April 14th. I guess Good Friday, uh, for those of you that recognize Easter. She texted me. There was no prior conversation that day. She texted me at 10:23 a.m. saying, "I could get a post-tax." A P T H H drink if you're around, aka Happy Hour tonight. Right? And I didn't respond to her until eight fourteen PM. I think I was busy. I might have seen it, but I was working and then I had comedy that night. I said, uh, hey, I'm just seeing this, what are you up to? And she didn't respond. So then I sent her a um Happy Easter emoticon or bit emoji if you will. And she didn't respond to that. I, I sent that to her on Sunday, right? So I sent her those three texts on Friday, the back-to-back ones, and then the Sunday text, and then no response to that. And then on Tuesday, I said, you still there? And she responded uh, eight hours later, and she said, yeah, working with friend at Soho House. Uh, what are you up to? I said, cool. When do you want to hang out? And she's like, are we really going to hang out, though? It just feels like something we're saying without really meaning, you know? And I was like, I don't understand the question. I'm hitting you up so we can hang out. And she's like, yeah, but it sort of seems empty, like something you say but you don't mean. I said, ha, ha. She goes, I texted you the other day to hang out. And I says, I didn't get your text until it was too late. And she's like, but you're like a phone guy, You seem like the type of person who checks their phone constantly, so I'm going to call BS on that one. Which, guys, that pissed me off. Alright? You better be right if you're calling my bluff. Because if you're not and you're making accusations and assumptions, just like anyone, things can turn negatively very quick if you're wrong. And she was wrong here. I was busy. I wasn't purposefully ignoring her. I would not hit her up if I wasn't interested in seeing her again. So I probably burned the bridge with my response, which is fine. I said, well, you're 100% wrong. I wouldn't be following up if I didn't want to hang out. Accusations aren't nice either. Actually, that's not that bad. uh, Now that I look at it, accusations aren't nice. All I'm doing is calling her out for making uh, a wrong accusation. And I got the red receipt, meaning she did get the text Zero responses or initiations from that point forward. So that has been the end of our conversation, guys. That is the unsexiest romantic novel, or whatever they call it. Um, romantic, whatever. That's. I wonder. She should write that story. Um, I'm writing it for her. Erotic fiction was the word that I was looking for there um it was re- it was actually erotic non-fiction actually actually it, it was non-erotic non-fiction because non-fiction actually means real so it was the most non-erotic non-fiction story ever <laughs> the complete opposite of her genre maybe that's why she's a writer uh rather than actually living it so uh, not a put down on her if she hears this I'm sure she took that story and she used the beginning and probably wrote some fantastic ending to it which I would do if I was a writer too in fact I probably do that in my comedy sometimes where I take a premise and then I add a, an ending that's exciting who knows I don't know what I do honestly I can't even remember the podcasts from the past and the things that I've talked about before so I'm just like existing in this abyss guys What the what the heaven Anywho, here's another weird story for you. Um this is something that's happened to me last since last time I had a podcast. I have a friend that I went to visit and he's really mad at me, and he's been mad at me. He he won't talk to me anymore. Uh I don't even know if this is funny, but so maybe this is somewhat venting, but also I think it's kind of interesting. Um, I go to visit my friend and uh, I was at his wife's parents house with him and and their family and uh, we were all having a good time you know they're a conservative family very nice uh, very respectful to me I've gotten to know them a couple times over the years and always you know appreciate the hospitality nevertheless you know we're having some drinks having a good time and it gets closer and closer to the time where I'm getting ready to take the train home and uh, you know at, at, at the planned time you know, roughly 8, 8.30, time to, for me to head my separate way, party's kind of ending and, and, and headed out and uh, I'm getting some bumble activity at the time right, so I'm getting a little bit of bumble activity uh, from this one particular girl and I'm a little tipsy and I, rather than moving forward with the plan of them taking me to the train station, I realized this girl wanted to hang out, so I was just going to either meet her at the train station or have her come pick me up, right? And I had never met this girl before, so it was a little bit of a gamble, and I didn't know whether to just pretend like I went to this train station or to just um, have her pick me up. And... uh you know I basically told the family hey I I, am change of plans I'm going to have a friend come and pick me up and as I'm texting her she goes what did you tell them lol and I said I'm having a friend come pick me up so she thinks she tells me that I'm sketchy for like lying about it right or not being fully transparent in my drunk state of mind I'm thinking well I don't want to be sketchy so I told the family out of nowhere I was like by the way I don't want to like be hiding anything, um, I'm going to meet up with a girl on Bumble that I haven't met before. I just wanted to kind of share that with you guys. I was a little embarrassed and, uh, you know, they didn't they didn't react negative to it at all. In fact, um, the father was kind of curious about what that even was. even invited the girl to come inside, but, you know, I turned it down just because I hadn't met her before and if it didn't go well, I didn't want to put everyone in an awkward situation. So... Anyway, my buddy texts me not too long after and says, are you at the train now? Uh, Are you on the train? I said, actually, no. Um, I'm meeting up with a girl on Bumble. And he's like, what? Um, You didn't tell them that, did you? And I said, uh, yeah, I did. Is that okay? And he's like, no, you shouldn't have done that. And I'm thinking... You know I'm tipsy at the time So I'm thinking to myself I don't understand What I did wrong I was being honest and respectful um, And apparently my buddy thinks That I was being disrespectful Because that's not the way you're supposed to act around family However None of my I would tell I mean I would tell my family uh, I didn't do anything that I wouldn't do Around my own family So those parameters hadn't been really established for me um in fact I even told my mom and she didn't understand why my friend's upset with me. Uh I've also told several people that don't know me and mutual friends that do know me and nobody really understands why my friend is upset with me. I didn't do anything disrespectful. Uh I have every right to go on a date with a girl as a single guy. Um so I'm not fully sure and it, it kind of it's bothered me a little bit because you know I don't I don't actually uh, understand. My friend's ignoring me. He won't even talk to me about it. Anyway, that's not that funny. Um, But I think it is interesting probably for most people. Um, Nevertheless, though, thanks for paying attention to this podcast. Sorry that I'm not answering your questions on Periscope there. It's because I've got my agenda here. Today I'm not doing um, an interactive Periscope, which probably is less fun for you. I apologize for that. Yeah, and thanks for understanding. So, yeah, I'm just going to get back to my agenda here and then keep on kind of plowing through this podcast. So what have I done lately? Today, I I worked on comedy for a while. I sat in and I was excited to do it. You know, I had a coffee. Um, I was, you know, replenishing. Um, You know, I sat in and I... I wrote a blog for the first time, so if you check out www.michaeloldroyd.com and you go to the blog page, you can see a blog, I think I titled it four twenty-four twenty seventeen 2017 and talked a little bit about, I started off thinking about um, giving people an update on how I had sent in a submission tape to The Bachelor a few months ago, because I know um, there's been a, quite a few people that have been interested to see if I actually get on that show, I know that my friends, uh are kind of excited about that thought and i haven't heard back from the bachelor yet so um who knows Uh, maybe it's a blessing in disguise i don't know i mean it'd be great exposure obviously but i don't know if it's necessarily the right type of exposure so who knows you know i'm not i'm not worried about it if they call me they call me uh, it is it is what it is, but I would check out the blog. I probably will try to write some more blogs. Couple ideas for posts, or I love animals. You know, I love talking about the animals that I love. Speaking, to. there's a, a elephant and a dolphin back here. Um, those are a couple of my favorite animals. I love dogs. You know, I love. I mean, I used to let my Joey hunt my leg all the time, and it was out of love um, for her. It was platonic love from my behalf, but I don't think she really got to experience you know, actual physical lovemaking with other dogs. I hope she did. I hope she snuck out. There was one boy dog that would come around, uh, and she would get so excited, but she would play hard to get with him. It was the cutest thing. I think i've talked about it before gosh i need to write down an outline of the things i've talked about so i don't repeat myself but nevertheless uh it was so cute when he would come around and you could tell they both really liked each other um you know and then i saw i even saw him boldly try to like put his paw on her and and, and you know get behind her and she like immediately like turn around and snapped at him but you knew she liked him she would do the typical thing that girls do where, you know, he'd be showing her attention and she'd be ignoring him. She'd act like she wasn't aware or caring of the attention he's giving her. But as soon as he kind of drifted away into this thing, my Joey, she would actually turn back and look for him. And, uh, and she would purposefully and intentionally go create some stimulus in his, like, um what do they call that, Uh, vision that's outside your peripheral vision, right? Just enough to kind of catch his interest again and then he would see her and then he would kind of like go chase her again and she would act aloof. It was literally the cutest thing. Anyway, I I used to let her hump my leg and she would, um, you know, she would hump my leg until she would climax and there would be a little bit of residue, you know, at my ankle there and she would smell it and then she would walk away and take a nap or kind of go relax for a little bit until she was ready for more. And I'd just be watching TV. And, you know, frankly, I loved her. So when she wanted the leg, I'd give her the leg. And um, I'm glad that she at least got to have that. It's kind of like assisted masturbation, I guess you could say. Um, I know that she would do the same for me if the roles were reversed. If she was a human and I was a dog a male dog I know she'd let me hump her leg and it's again it's not a sexual attraction that I had to my dog I need to make that clear or maybe I don't need to make it clear but neither nevertheless it was love for my dog and I think that kind of goes into a point where sometimes I'll have sex with girls that I don't necessarily have an attraction toward but I know that they need some love so I give them courtesy a courtesy bang you know, um, kind of like uh, I, I talked about the Beauty and the Beast joke uh, a while back, where um, the difference between me and that that young uh, prince that lived in the castle, aside from the fact that I, I don't live in a castle and I'm not a prince, um, the difference between him and I is I would have let that older lady in, and I would have seen if she was interested in intercourse, right? Uh, options out of love. Uh, you know, the, all women need a good loving, um, and all animals do. So yeah, I'm going to write a blog, I guess, about animals. Dolphins masturbate, I don't know if you guys knew that, um, but that's, they're a, an animal of, of love, dolphins are. They they have bromances, um, they actually link up to try to go hook up with female dolphins, the male dolphins do, so that's one of the reasons I, I also like them, um, but they they do masturbate for pleasure by rubbing up on rocks and sharks are afraid of dolphins. Again, I think I've talked about this before, but sharks are afraid of dolphins and I love that because um you know love love defeats fear, right? And um dolphins are more agile than sharks. Sharks can probably swim faster at higher speeds, and they're, they're a predatory, predatory fear based animal. You know, other animals fear them, but really the most badass creatures are the dolphins. And what they do to defeat the sharks are they can swim really fast and come up underneath them and use their bottle nose or the tip of their nose and strike the underbelly of the shark or the gills and create internal bleeding to where the shark internally bleeds to death. Um, I mean, obviously, we know how sharks attack, uh, but dolphins are always there. Usually when you see dolphins or dolphins are around, there's it's potentially um, meaning that sharks are around too. But you should feel safe um, when you see dolphins because they are in control, in my opinion. So um, I have that cool dolphin story that I think I told you guys before where some dolphins were swimming in the ocean next to me. Or they at least jumped right out and landed next to me and disappeared. But who knows? Maybe they were saying hi or maybe they were protecting me from a shark or both. Uh, Either way, dolphins are badass. And that's why I have like this gigantic dolphin sitting in my window. Uh, It's like I remember I, I got it on the street from this dude. And I was like, how much is that dolphin there? And he's like 80 bucks, and I was like, awesome, I'll take it. And he looked surprised, I guess, because I didn't even try to negotiate, but I was so excited that I didn't even think to negotiate. You know, you tell me the price, and the dolphin's mine. So I'm um, definitely excited about the fact that I have this dolphin in my apartment. All right. Well,. What else is going on? Um, sorry that it's been a while since I have recorded a podcast. It's uh, I've been busy, you know. I've been really busy with the travel. You know, went down to Dallas to see a buddy. Well, actually, for work, and I got to see a, an old friend, which was great. Uh, went out, had some great interactions with some ladies. Some good laughs. Um, it was my friend Andrew from my thirtieth birthday podcast. if you guys remember him, uh, we had Andrew O'Toole. We had some good times. It was great to see him uh, as always and then uh, went to uh went to Louisville, Kentucky for a good friend's bachelor party. Uh, it was a blast we you know uh, his his brother rented out this nice estate in Louisville. That uh, gets like pretty busy during the Kentucky Derby, but we got it all to ourselves it was like 22 guys, biggest sausage fest of all time. But definitely a blast. Um, did a lot of distillery tours, learned a lot about bourbon and how it's made. And I learned that bourbon is a type of whiskey. And some people might think I'm a dummy that I didn't know that before. But I am not an alcohol connoisseur. I know a little bit. I was a bar, t- a bar back and uh, in college for a little bit uh, did a little bartending worked at a bar, doorman believe it or not as well before that had to work my way up but um, I, I wouldn't call myself a a bartender connoisseur you know, I, I remember when I moved to LA one of the jobs that I applied for to make money out there was a bartender and she's like do you know how to make X drink? and I was like, no but I can go to the bookstore next door and find out and she's like Okay, we'll be in touch. Which I knew meant this interview's over and we're not gonna be in touch. So that was not a good answer. Um, so, anybody out there who ever wants to be a bartender, if they say, Do you know how to make this drink? Don't say, I can go to the bookstore and find Dot Next Door, because there's like a lot of options and stuff for reading materials. Um, I, I don't recommend that. Oh, drinking some cranberry juice here. It's good for thy bladder. I don't know if you guys knew this, but cranberry juice is actually good for the bladder, so cheers uh so yeah, I've been busy I've been doing a lot of comedy comedy you know I've been doing a lot of comedy,'ve been working a lot been uh taking the classes, both improv and sketch, so been doing the homework for that, writing. I've been masturbating a lot so that takes up a lot of my time because you know every time I masturbate I have to sleep um which then requires some sort of clean up session um you know I've been calling girls over so that requires more time and energy I got to like wash the bed sheets afterwards so you know it just it requires uh you know been busy guys and then and then a nap of course transpires after that um And some sort of ingesting of some side of some sort of food or nutrition, you know like um, you know like liquid, staying hydrated, but yeah, um staying hydrated is important after intercourse and masturbation sessions oh, so yeah, I fell off the wagon for a little bit, you know, I was working out pretty consistently there after i 'd moved into my new place. But when I went to that bachelor party, uh, I feel like I took off about five years of my life. We drank so much that weekend, so much bourbon, um, that uh, I think my liver is detached from the rest of my body. It actually hangs as a separate apparatus. Um, So, yeah. Uh, Just drinking some cranberry over here what else guys been writing i'll get back to that in a second uh let's let's talk a little bit about today's earth day though today's earth day uh i wrote a a blog for it i wrote a weblog actually i didn't write a weblog for earth day i wrote a weblog on earth day but not about earth day Uh, I highly recommend listening to some MJ. There's a song called The Earth Song. Actually, you know what? I'm going to be honest. I, I, I listened to that song, and I even read the lyrics, and I didn't fully understand them. But I still thought it was appropriate, and I still thought it was like one way of honoring Earth Day. It's also the sixth annual ALS Awareness Game today. So I did my part in Googling ALS, even though I already knew what it was. But I wanted to educate myself and I tweeted about it which made me feel like you know what I'm doing my part in helping raise awareness for ALS as well it's Lou Gehrig's disease and it's a um, it's a basically a problem or degeneration of the spinal cord and nerves so uh, it's kind of a sad thing and it's like a thing where the muscles don't get the nutrition that they need Um, so yeah I think it's something that we should all be aware of right Um, you got to value your health know, it's, it's, it's extremely important, uh, which I need to be practicing what I preach and not really treating my liver the way I did at that bachelor party, um, very often because that's, that's a, that's an unfortunate, that's an unfortunate, um, effect that can come from doing that too much. I don't think I'm an alcoholic in any way. I think I have a problem with alcohol once I start drinking, though. I can I can admit that. I don't need to go to AA to, make, to admit anything. I can admit it here on my podcast, and it counts as the same. I'm not an alcoholic, but I do identify that I have a problem once I start drinking. I can control myself and whether or not I drink alcohol going into a drinking session, for lack of a better term. But once I start and I get a couple drinks in, or a couple beers I should say, that's when I lose control and usually bad things happen. I usually send some unwarranted things on Snapchat. I'll probably do some things that are inappropriate and that I'm not proud of. Luckily I don't think I've crossed the line to where it's you know, you know, um, gotten me in trouble too big but uh it's something that i need to uh be aware of and take a step back from i got no chick to ground me and anchor me like some of my guy friends do you know their their wives have really uh kind of given them a good balance and uh tighten tightened down the ratchets on them and, and and grounded them i'm i'm just a loose cannon out here sending out penis pics uh every time i get tipsy uh In all honesty, though, uh, I've been trying to stay updated with things that are going on. I mentioned that before. I'll watch the news a little bit here and there. Maybe read a couple headlines from New York Times. Uh, well, I haven't done that lately, but I will listen to Alexa daily updates. Um, she keeps me company when I'm lonely. Alexa, how you doing tonight? I'm fine, thanks. Alexa, you're welcome. Great. Alexa, am I your favorite person ever? I don't have an opinion on that. Guys, I hate it when she plays dumb or hard to get. You know, it's like any typical female. Alexa, are you for women's rights? Hmm, I'm not sure what you meant by that question. Well, you should be, Alexa. Um, Anyway, what else, guys? Um, There's tens of thousands of people rallying for science today uh, in uh, in Washington, D.C. and around the world. People are protesting or or demonstrating, at least. Um, I guess I guess some people are mad at Trump because uh, I think he's trying to cut funding or something towards science or toward the arts. Uh, not paying enough attention to the climate situation a k a some some science so people are trying to uh you know create awareness they're marching for it uh boy how crazy would it be if um you know if they got rid of science altogether stop stop teaching evolution not that i i think evolution's kind of a an it's it's a hypothesis right evolution is a hypothesis um, the idea that we kind of like I don't know the whole science I, I think the Big Bang Theory and evolution is is just a hypothesis because they can't come up with a better scientific reason um, I don't know how religious uh, Trump is I know Mike Pence is very religious but um, you know if, if Trump's religious it might be a little uh, scary um if he really does neglect science altogether because we might turn into that uh state of being that the game of thrones was in when joffrey's little brother joined forces with the religious cult and uh church and state became one right that's that'd be scary because that's one of the things that uh, has always been great about the freedom of the US it's not just freedom of speech and you know the the freedom to pursue what it is that you want to do, you know, the right to pursue happiness as you see, see fit under the law, but you know, the the freedom of religious practice, um, you know, hopefully we don't uh, we don't go that far. I think I'm jumping the gun, obviously, um, but science is important. Um, I think it's good to to be balanced in life, right? Anywho, any good signs? Did anyone see any good signs from the protests or the march for science? Any good uh trifold signs like a science fair? That's um Yeah, I I took notes on my Alexa updates today cuz I wanted to come prepared with some universal awareness. Uh Marchers expressing a variety of concerns, signs, bullet point. Let's see the safe scientists study gun something in D.C. I don't even know what that means. Honestly, I, I don't know what my notes mean there. Um, I do know that the White House tweeted about Earth Day. Yay! And big tax reform and reduction next Thursday, according to Trump. So that's good for me to know. I feel so in the loop and aware. I am such a... I'm progressing as a comedian. I'm like the next John Colbert all of a sudden. You know, it's so great. Um, I do think that some of uh, Trump's tweets are kind of funny. And I get them through Alexa because uh, she gives me different briefings from different things like BBC, Fox, uh, a couple other mediums or, or whatever, you know, news sources, NPR, and then the White House. And... You can tell that the White House updates are directly from Donald Trump's Twitter account. Very dictator style. You know, it doesn't even have a representative uh, speaking for the the White House. It's just direct from Donald Trump's mouth uh, like he's... I feel like, you know, the next step in him becoming Voldemort is just him to get loudspeakers all across the country... And anytime he has something to say he's just going to turn on the loudspeaker and we have to listen to the memorandum right but here's a couple tweets that I thought were you know I never laugh during these updates that Alexa gives me until the White House um, tweets are read by Alexa or Echo you know in her voice because you can she, she can't really pick up the sarcasm hmm. that I can't find the answer to Alexa you. turn off don't you talk while I'm talking. Know your place, bitch. I'm kidding, I make me a sandwich I'm kidding guys. I am a hundred percent for for women's rights. Anyway though, Donald Trump uh his tweets uh let's read a couple. China is very much the economic lifeline to North Korea. So while nothing is easy, if they wanna solve the North Korean problem, they will. Uh, I think it's a little funnier when Alexa reads it. Um, let's see the next one. This one I always find funny, especially when, uh... He says, No matter how much I accomplished during the ridiculous standard of the first 100 days, and it has been a lot, including SC, media will kill. Great. Um, I like your choice of words, Donald Trump. Very president-like. Um... Let's see. Another terrorist attack in Paris. The people of France will not take much more of this. Will have a big effect on presidential election. Okay. The people of France will not take much more of this. Are you also the president of their country speaking for them like that? Um, I didn't know you can speak for French citizens. But I appreciate the positive, t- the positivity nonetheless. Uh However, let's focus on you representing us, Donald Trump, even though that doesn't sound like something I truly want. Uh, okay, not to get too political. Okay, let's back off a little bit, you know, just stay in our our zone, kind of like, uh, what's his face, Colbert or whatever. I don't know how these political guys do it. I don't care. All right. Um, yeah. Anywho, what do we got, guys? I took some more notes, right? French election tomorrow. Trump speaking for France in tweets. Oh, I already said that. Whoopsie daisy. Ooh, who cares? What else? Um, Hmm. Apparently Trump's upset with uh, cities that are not cracking down on the illegal immigrant problem, so he's going to instill some sort of punishment or um, negative consequence uh, if cities aren't abiding by this. He actually took a jab at New York and the you know, the police uh, department uh, I forget, like the guy in charge, not the mayor, I don't know who it was but anyway, they took offense to it. They were pretty mad uh, because I guess the White House was saying that New York's crime rate is up and they're not really they don't really care about enforcing the law too intensely so people were pretty pissed off about that i can't believe i'm actually watching the news i feel so adult like you know it's like i know a little bit about what's going on in the world i don't know i keep doing this accent but i feel like it so okay uh patriots um bill belichick and tom brady i wonder if they were like embarrassed in any way to like they're they're associated with Donald Trump. I wonder if they're proud of that, if they feel neutral about it or they're embarrassed, right? Because I don't know. You know, I don't know, guys. I wonder how Muhammad Ali feels about Trump. You know, he became a very opinionated public figure uh back in the day as an athlete, especially when it comes to religion. I guess a little bit political, but I'd be I'd be curious, you know. He changed his name from Cassius Clay the most holy name in the Islamic religion which is Muhammad. Um a lot of different spellings of Muhammad by the way, but I'd be curious to know how Muhammad feels about Trump. Um the Pope he's a, he's against not helping immigrants. Um so the Pope also probably respectfully does not appreciate Trump's style. Um Nevertheless, though, this is where we are in the world, guys. The Chancellor in Star Wars has taken hold of the Senate. And now it's just a matter of time before the Dark Sith Lord reveals himself. uh, And Paul Ryan (laughs) resumes position as Darth Vader serving the Emperor. Now, I'm... uh, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. It's this... This craziness is unfolding before our eyes. And guess what? I can't do anything about it. And most of us can't. So we just gotta watch the ridiculous puppet charade that just gets danced before our eyes. Um, let's see. Did anyone follow the airline situations over the last couple of weeks? Uh, United Airlines ripping people off. Uh, that's definitely... Uh, that's definitely something you know i feel like it's heinous that airlines will overbook their travel okay here's the thing i'll 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 say it briefly it's fine to overbook your travel if you're willing to assume the consequences um being you know any airline like if you're if you if it gets overbooked and it's a full flight, then you have to raise the stakes for people to want to give up their seat because the the prize gets better and better. But you can't force people out of something they bought like that. Otherwise, you just, you just need to sell less tif- tickets. You dumb greedy cockmasters. Uh, apparently, United Air. You're, United Airlines is losing millions of dollars, tens of millions of dollars because they're trying to save a couple measly hundred dollars by overbooking their dumb flights. Uh, It's not just United that does this. They're just the ones that got... They're the ones that basically ripped somebody out of their flight against their will and, you know, I think beat the guy. He didn't look too sexy uh, after they were pulling him out. So I don't know what the deal with uh, American Airlines was. Apparently there was some altercation with an American Airlines employee, but the American Airlines, American Airlines <laughs> did, you know, they didn't make the same mistake where they actually, they blamed the employee rather than the, the customer. So, you know, at least they're learning a little bit. We'll see what happens, uh, in the future. Uh, anybody watching sports these days? Looks like the Blues. In hockey are uh, Moving on St. Louis Blues The Rangers are moving on The New York Rangers uh, STL Bluey, Blues Everybody from St. Louis says LGB right now And every time I hear LGB I know it stands for Let's Go Blues But I can't help but think LGBT You know So it's like Do you guys not appreciate Transsexuals St. Louis fans Even though I am a St. Louis fan Um Anyway, I I think I told you guys about my transgender story, but to uh, kind of reel that back in, there was a, a really cute girl on one of these dating apps uh, that I thought was uh, just a just a, the the typical kind of girl that I'm attracted to at least. And after interacting with her for some time, uh, she revealed that she has a penis. So that changed the game, and it kind of, like, was frustrating for me for a few reasons. One, because, you know, she really was cute, and, like, I had my, I got my hopes up and all this stuff, but two, I felt like, uh, I was, like, confused for a second, you know, because, like, on one hand, I'm, like, still attracted to her face and, like, her body, but then, like, in the back of my mind, I'm, like, shoot, like, she has a penis, you know, and, like, it's not that I'm, like, homophobic, but I'm just not attracted to that, and it, it's like uh, somewhat repelling, I guess you could say. So it's like it was like I was being pulled in and pushed away at the same time. It was like conflicting, uh, conflicting deals there. So I kind of had to let her let her down and just be like, "Look, I, you're a beautiful woman. I, I, I think that you know you're 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 a very attractive woman. I just I can't get over the fact that you have a penis. So um, sorry, but I I like vaginas." Um, anywho, I'm not sure which type of the 32 different transgender options she was or is, but I hope she finds what she's looking for, and, uh, yeah, you know, um, what else is going on, I I missed my Wing Chun class today, my karate, uh, or martial arts if you will so that i could focus a little bit more on comedy that i had been neglecting i haven't been neglecting and i just wanted to focus on comedy what am i talking about I, I do it all the time i actually have been accumulating some momentum um you know i've been performing regularly on thursdays at the greenwich village comedy club and now it looks like i'm gonna be doing more wednesdays uh or i have the potential chance to be doing wednesdays as well um so that's exciting. You know, focusing on revamping the website. Uh, trying to get some products out there for sale so that I can claim some legit tax deductions. You know? Can I can I claim a cold sore medication as a tax deduction for my comedy? Because technically, I'm making it part of my routine. <laughs> um, I kissed a girl or something when... I was in Louisville and I noticed she had a cold sore. So luckily we had a doctor who was present with our sausage fest group and he let me know that um you know that it's if I buy this certain type of cold sore medication then I will not contract the herpes as they call it. That is a type of herpes if you guys didn't know that. Cold sores are a type of herpes. So luckily everything's good. Uh, No herpes, no cold sore And uh, I hope that girl's doing good I don't know what she's up to I wonder what she's doing right now, you know Like, uh, maybe she's like, uh, you know, like washing her clothes or something Or like, uh, maybe she's like uh, studying for a test I don't know, like I wonder what she's up to, huh Okay, who cares, nobody I mean, I don't not care, but you know what I mean Okay, great I could have seen the Cardinals play the Yankees uh, When they were out here But I passed because uh, I felt like taking a nap So that's pretty fun Uh, A girl invited me from St. Louis to join her And I uh, didn't go So cool This is fun Do you guys like getting updated on my life? LGBT Hey Uh, What else? Uh, I need to stop biting my nails. I don't know what my deal is. All right. Went to a Knicks game a couple weeks ago. That was fun with my friend Wally. It was on my 30th birthday podcast. He was there with, uh, me. I was there with him. And we saw the SNL chick. I forgot her name. She's the big black, uh, lady who, uh... When John Cena was the host, she kind of acted like uh, she was uh, a wrestler and was going to challenge him. I can't believe I forget. She's the girl who pretends that she's in a relationship with Kyle Mooney, who makes me laugh, by the way. Uh, There's a funny show that he used to do before SNL called uh, SoCal something, where it's just like the dumbest thing ever. The first time I saw it, I didn't know it was actually comedy. I thought it was real, so I was laughing at it. But now, I know it's real, so I'm laughing with it. Wait, I know it's comedy, so I'm laughing with it, because he's intentionally being funny. So what I'm trying to say is, guys, if you laugh with me or at me, I don't care as long as you're laughing, you know? Uh, All right, I want to do some comedy in the subways. Uh, Maybe I'll just do some clean universal humor, where I do impersonations and voices, and maybe just say random things like... Hey, what if we saw, like, uh, what's-his-face, like, some celebrity, like, walking around in the subway tracks, you know, and, like, trying to catch rats or something. It's like, is he putting a rat trap down? I don't know. Why is he doing that? Uh Uh-oh. Hope he gets out before the subway comes. Now I'm nervous. Is this a dark joke or not? No, it's not dark, because, like, he, like, got out of the subway in time, you know? It's just, like... Oh, you made me nervous for a second, Mike. I didn't know what direction you were taking the humor. Um, I don't know why I'm doing that voice tonight, guys. It's really not like a thing of mine or whatever, but it's there, you know. So it's just like something—it's like a compulsion I have right now, and I'm just going with excited gaff. I don't give a fudge. Uh pranks and sketches I've been trying to do a lot of that lately do you like the way I do my pranks and sketches I want to create some pranks and buy some equipment for my comedy so I can get like a microphone on my chest you know like whenever like in the movie Half Big where he's like wearing a wire or something and he goes to meet Samson or whatever his name is And they're like, abracadabra, you know, it's like, I want one of those for when I'm doing pranks and comedy. so, like, the sound quality is good with the video, and then you put them together, maybe have two cameras, so it's like, you can get, like, different angles or something, and it's, like, more professional, and then you can, like, put that on YouTube and get, like, more followers or something, and then you, like, become a famous or something, and then you're like, wow, this is, like, this is, like, so cool, I'm, like, a celebrity or something, and, like, maybe I can go to the Playboy Mansion parties without getting kicked out you know, I don't know. Um, I've been getting in a really bad habit lately of just inviting girls, never having met them before. And it's not, I don't do it disrespectfully, you know, but I'm on these dating apps and I just send them a message. I'm like, you know, how would you feel if I just invited you over? (laughs) And some of them, some of them do it. It's kind of crazy. Uh, I don't need to get into details, but, uh, it's kind of an interesting kind of thing. Like, uh, One girl recently asked me, she's like, so how long have you been doing this? And I was like, I was like, what do you mean? She's like, this is like your thing, right? I was like, no, it's not. I've been doing it like a year or two or something. (laughs) She's like, this is definitely your thing. So, um, I don't know. I guess that's my thing, guys. I just invite girls to come over, never having met them before. Luckily, uh, nobody's been, uh, you know like uh you know, like a guy or something or like with a penis or like a gun or something, like no one's trying to rob me. So I feel good about that. You know, it's like safe, but then you don't want to like overplay your hand, right? You you don't want to like be too risk taking all the time 'cause because you know, if you do that it might catch up with you or something. So, I don't know, and, like, I guess I'm, like, creating a character on the podcast right now that's, like, don't even know where it came from, and I don't know what it is. Is this, like, a Filipino creation, or is it, like, some other type of nature? Is it even a human? I don't know. I don't know what this voice is, but I like it, and it makes it easier to get through the content for me. It's a little bit more fun for me. If it's not fun for you, I apologize. And that's kind of selfish of me, but I don't have a way of, you know, like, detecting whether or not you find this fun. So I just have to, like, go from an internal gauge. And it's like, ooh, I think this is good. It feels right. I don't know. It's like I'm moving my tits back and forth as I talk because it's, like, really expressive, you know. And it's like I'm on stage at, like, Moulin Rouge and I'm, like, making people laugh, you know. And, like, uh, I'm just, like, dancing on stage because I'm a star. It's so much fun, you know. Just, like... I've got the nipple uh, tassels on right now, if you can see. Even if you can't see it, it's like a metaphor for... I don't even know what a nipple tassel is a metaphor for, but it's like not really happening, but it's fun to like visualize me as a woman with bits or something. Oh, uh-oh, what does that mean? Am I a part of the LGBT community now? Like I don't know. Oh, my Zeus. Um, anywho, I was watching uh, a Heath Ledger documentary... For a little bit today, and that was kind of uh, interesting. Uh, very interesting. You know, I, I always liked Heath Ledger, um, and I don't know. I think what made me think that is the LGBT thing and Broke Back Mountain. I haven't ever seen that movie, have you guys? Hey guys, what do you think of Brokeback Back Mountain? Awesome. Alright. Um, been trying to, uh, you know, flex. The comedy muscles a little bit, you know. Continuing to do the the graduate school at UCB for sketch and uh, improv. I've been continuing to make progress on my Snake Man script, which is kind of cool. Uh, I wrote a scene. I'm gonna try to develop that into an entire movie script, but I, I've got some humorous thoughts on that. I also want to declare for the NFL draft because I'm such a multi-interested person, because I like to grab life by the horns and do it all, you know? I want to write a movie script, and I want to play in the NFL still, because the sky is the limit. (laughs) Oh, man. what This is what happens when you stay in your house all day, and you don't, like interact with other human beings you start to go crazy is what happens um so hopefully you guys are entertained though hopefully you guys are entertained you know what i shouldn't put myself down like that because then it makes me want to like be funny less you know what stop being rational and sane and freaking just let it out fools i'm gonna tell you guys a couple things before i stop doing the podcast Uh, This is random, but I wrote it down. I want to talk about it. I want to talk about it. Is that okay? Okay. So, uh, you know, there was a uh, guy that I was a teammate with on college, right? Uh, One of my football teammates on college, uh, in college, not on College Avenue, which is one of the streets near Columbia, Missouri. So I don't mean to confuse any of the Mizzou fans out there. But uh, there was a dude. I forget his name. He had... The coolest hairstyle ever. He's a black kid. Forgive me, I don't mean to make it about race, but I do have to say that uh, I have to say his race because of the type of hair that he has uh, and only African Americans, or I should say people with African descent have the ability to grow their hair in such a way where it defies the laws of gravity. Um, And then the way he uh, styled it on top of that, and the confidence he had with it were just like out of this park, out of the park uh, like he hit it out of the park with this uh, let me explain for my hair, you know when it gets long if you if i'm like doing if i'm like playing around on, on uh, like a jungle gym or something and I like hang upside down, my hair is gonna like if you take a picture of me and you don't know where the ground is in the picture, my hair will tell you which way the ground is but with with African-American men do. When their hair is not too long, you don't know which way the ground is. Gravity doesn't affect it, right? So anyway, that's a cool thing about African hair, African descendant hair. Uh, Second thing, he had the normal fade on the sides and the flat top on top, but he had a rectangle cut into the very back bottom of the back of his head. So it was like a rectangle and then shaved. It was like an island, like a rectangle island on the back bottom part on the back of his head. And it was like a thick rectangle, like an inch in height and like four inches across and like an inch thick. So it was like a cube of one by one by four, right? And I was like so jealous when I saw that because that – Takes extreme confidence. And this dude had that. And he was balling out. Meaning that he was like. Being. Extremely. Uh, athletic. And not even like. It wasn't Dennis Rodman's status. Because I think Dennis Rodman. Like went out of his way. To draw attention to himself. This dude. This dude. It was subtle enough. To where you had to catch it. Because he, if he had his helmet on. You might not even notice it. But I'm telling you. It was like, man, dude, that's that's what's up. I'm jealous of that confidence right there. You know, and I, there was only one other time that I can think of off the top of my head where I was like, I saw a person and their confidence was something that I envied at the time. Again, current day, current status, I am I'm I don't want to change anything about my confidence, but when I was traveling Europe uh, a year out of college, uh, I saw this dude walking down the street in the streets of Paris, and he had long hair. It was long, frizzy hair, unkept, just like, you know, back in the days of Jesus, just like hair, skiwampus, and long, and, and you know, like, no... You know, there weren't any, like, hairstylists, in my opinion, probably back then. I'm I'm guessing that the Twelve Apostles did not, you know go to Soho to get regular, uh, hairstyling, you know? Uh, So this dude kind of was pulling the apostle look and he was walking down the street, hair bouncing all up in his face. Didn't even like move the hair out of the way when it like got in his eyes. He knew where he was going. He didn't even need his eyes to get there. It was like, he was a, he was on a faith based mission uh and he had a V-neck on, a tall v-neck, right? The one where the you know the, the the exposure goes down beneath the nipples. And this dude had acne all over his chest. And that is why I was jealous. I was jealous not of the acne on his chest, but the confidence required in order to, in order to expose such great physical flaws. I mean it was so Pronounced and apparent that this dude was exuding confidence because of that, that I was jealous and slightly attracted to him. Now, I've never had any gay thoughts, but the one time I had a few gay thoughts run through my mind was with this dude with acne all over his chest and hair bouncing all up and down in his face to where you couldn't even see what he looked like uh, half the time. So, I guess what I'm trying to say is, uh, you know, pimple chests, pimples all over one's chest uh, with confidence uh, makes me second guess my sexuality. So, (laughs) yeah man that was a long podcast that's a long time just to listen to my voice guys so I apologize I actually I don't apologize you know and if you're still listening you must like it or you just like can't stop listening you might it might be like a train wreck it might be like watching Trump you know because like uh, for different reasons though but like you can't stop watching Trump even it's like you, you can't take your I don't know anyway uh, was there anything else that I wanted to talk about Um, I don't think so, to be honest. I mean, uh, I'm glad tax season is over. That was a nightmare. I tried to claim every possible deduction I possibly could. Uh, And uh, hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully we're doing good there. You know, maybe I'll get a refund or something. You know, maybe next time I'll do some more stuff about celebrities and sepulchers. You know, maybe we could talk about Saturday Night Live or something like that. I don't know. Uh, The Knicks game was so much fun. I can't remember what that girl's name is. But who cares? Because it actually doesn't matter at the end of the day. And nothing I talked about on this podcast actually matters. Isn't that the crazy thing? That you just, like, spent an hour of your life listening to me? And you, like, didn't necessarily get anything out of it except, like, maybe a few laughs or smiles or, like, some interesting stuff. Isn't the life interesting? It's like all this stuff is just, like, flowing around in, like, an ether. It's like what's important, what's not. I don't know. Um, I don't even... Okay, okay, okay. Uh, what else did I want to talk about? Was there anything else? Uh, Wing Chun. Uh, mm. Eh. How about that Pepsi commercial that got pulled off the air, eh? You know? Huh? I wonder why that happened. I mean, wait, let me not say something stupid that this is gonna make people like dislike me. I didn't wanna like be politically incorrect because it's such like important times to be so like proper and stuff. So like ew. uh what else? Was there anything else I wanna talk about? Uh Uh, sometimes I just get on stage and I just go. Uh, nah, I I I've never even done that before. I don't know why I just said that. You know, I I don't I don't get it. I don't know what my deal is right now. So, <laughs> guys, I'm actually a hundred percent sober right now. Believe it or not, I I'm not on any weird drugs or alcohol or anything like that. This is just how I express myself. Did you have any good dreams lately? Have you seen any good movies? like tell me about that like do you get any like meaning from your dreams or like scary dreams or like happy dreams or like weird dreams like like tell me about you <laughs> tell, let's let 's do it like a date or something right now. so you tell me like what you like to do and then we can like get to know each other and then you like I, like ask a deeper question or something, and then like ooh like where are you from like ooh you know like so what's your favorite thing to do what do you like what do you do for work oh that's fun so that's cool did you did you travel a lot in life are you going on any trips in the near future do you like to draw? Oh, that's fun. So maybe we can, like, hang out sometime or something? Do you want to, like, kiss me now? Because, like, you look pretty, and I think that, you know, this has been, like, a lot of fun. Do you want to go back to my place or... Oh, okay. Oh, that was fun. I don't know what that was. Uh, I don't know what happened on this podcast tonight, but I did enjoy it. I hope you did as well. Uh, How much longer do you think I can talk without, like, losing your interest? (laughs) All right. I think I'm going to call it a night, but this has been fun. Really, 71 minutes, guys. It's a magical number. Uh, That's how many minutes I was on stage for my first comedy special, and I edited it down to 40. Hopefully, I don't edit anything out right now, because I think this is all comedy- Goldroid. Alright. Hope you guys have a good one. Peace! It won't let me turn it off. How come? Why won't it let me turn it off? This phone, I mean this, uh, this, uh, software is, like, confusing for me. I don't understand, like, how to use it or whatever. It's, like, so difficult. I'm just going to sit here and play with myself now. Uh, I could tell that I need to shower, but I don't feel like getting up and, you know, changing my clothes or something. So, like, I'm just going to sit here until I fall asleep. Um, I don't even think I'm going to listen to this podcast again or even edit it. I don't mean to be disrespectful toward you, but sometimes when I do the art, I just want to release it and then be done with it. So you can, like, do with it what you want. Oh, I wonder how many chicks are gonna listen to this and just be completely aroused. Uh, I know that if I were a chick, I'd be very attracted to me, just based on this podcast alone. Uh, all right, time to go take a nap or not? Uh, I don't know what I mean by that, but I will not stop. Oh, okay. Um. Uh. What do I say now? Um, do you want to, like, get to the campfire and, like, sing some songs or something? Okay, let's just do, like, a free... Like, a... What do they call that? Like, a free-form session where you just, like, say whatever's on your mind and you don't think about it. So, like, you know, today I was, like, sitting in my apartment, like, not even, like, thinking about what I'm doing. I'm, like, doing comedy. But it's, like, how do you try to do comedy and be funny when you're not even, like... I don't know, okay, let's talk about the universe and space, ooh, science, day! today's Earth Day, and, you know, like, trying to get awareness for science, like, do you ever look at the stars? Ooh, let's let's go outside and look at stars now, because they're so exciting, and it's like, they're infinite, you know, it's like, do what are they? Are you a star? It's like, what if we are just like, like, Atoms, like what if like I'm just like a part of a molecule or something and it's like the the size is like relative, so it seems like you know atoms are small, but maybe they're just like little people or something. I don't know, like and then like the universe, what if it's just like a big person or something like like we're all just like molecules, part of it like a bigger creature is this where uh? The guy from Billy Madison comes out and says, uh, We are all dumber having listened to what you just said. Um, I award you no points and may God have mercy on your soul. I guess that's a good place to end, so, uh, later. Bye bye. Thank you for listening. By the way, am I the only one who's corny? (laughs) Okay. <laughs>